So I would get a little closer to the microphone if you can, okay. and or you can actually can you can move. Yeah, you can move it forward. There, move it. There Man, you really sink into those guys. Well, yeah, we're, we're thinking of repairing them a little bit, like giving them a little more firmness. It's nice though, you know. Nice. Doesn't it have a nice feel in here? Relaxed, it does. It's kind of relaxing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Robert's done a good job of creating this wonderful. We'll have to space. go through the reason for the different paintings. And, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or just look at the tapes. You think we're this is actually 1989 right now? <laughs> that, that's the year I was born. Awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> my wonderful Murph's talk. This is Murph's talk. My name is Brian Murphy. I'm the host. And I just before we introduce our next guest, our guest today, I just want to say you're, you you got to go to this Global Entertainment Expo. It's on November 3rd at Summit Art Space. And the guy that we are talking today, Mr. Tom Crane, he's the one. He's really the guy who created this. Can you say that? So we're gonna start over. Just, just a, yeah. Okay. I, I can delete all that out, but in some ways you don't have to. You don't. In some ways, actually, you don't have to delete it out. It's kind of a very organic. Pretty Thanks. Good. So glad you're here. Talk about this uh, global entertainment expo. Well, I just want to tell you about what used to be a festival. Go for that it. That the city parks and recreation of Akron used to do. It was called the Global Village Festival. And for years and years, they would feature, you know, immigrant-focused um, performances and food and that kind of thing. And it went away. I And we mm. don't know why. So it's been, you know, I think it was a COVID thing. And so it's been gone for three years four years and so this is a way that we are bringing it back we're doing some very different types of events and activities but we just you know i know firsthand how much talent is out there with the immigrant community it's amazing well we have a big immigrant community in akron yes i know people know that some of the history behind that but Brooklyn, get into that, but tell, talk to more about what they're going to expect. If you come to this, uh, sure. to the expo, what are people going to expect? Sure. Like what it is, um, it's a lot of cultural dance, music. Um, we're even going to have some like martial arts and flippers, which means, you know, gymnasts. And in addition, we're going to have a fashion show so featuring um, ethnic clothing and accessories and we're also going to have a food you know expo where we're going to do some food demonstrations um, again this is on going out to the summer yeah. arts this is at the summer art space summer art space, summer art space. Yeah. so food Fashion, fashion, dance, and dance. But anything else? Music, music, yes. music also. And we're also going to have educational seminars. So we're inviting a lot of organizations that work with um, the immigrant population and um, also kind of governmental agencies 
to explode myths about immigration. Interesting. <clears throat> yes. So let's talk about that. Let's sure. About what kind of myths? Talk about some myths out there. You know, as I've worked with the um, immigrant population, oh, how long has it been? 20, 30 years. Because <laughs> I started in Minneapolis as well with the immigrant community. And most people think that all the immigrants do is they take, take, take. They take from us. They take the resources, they get paid, you know, to get their first apartment, their, you know, the food stamps, all that kind of thing. But what I found out is really it's like a two-way street. The immigrant population has so much to give us and so much we can learn from. Um, a lot of it has to do with family structure you know, it's such a healthy family environment that they live in. You know, multi-generational, so supportive, you know, of each other. Um, you also look at their health and vitality. You know, whereas we're like eating processed foods, uh, pot, we have pot bellies <laughs> for the most part. I mean, I can look at... Um, my colleagues, fellow immigrant colleagues that are my age, 65. Oh, my God. I mean, you wouldn't even think they're over 30 years old, some of them. So I found out why this is going on. I mean, they, most of them have an agricultural background, so they grow their own food. They cook Food. They don't go to the fast food joints or they don't rely on grocery stores with processed foods. Um, they cook from scratch. And a lot of them, too, you know, they don't drive. You know, they, a lot of them kind of don't understand through language and all that, you know, how to get the permit and the driver's license. So what do they have to do? Bicycle, walk. So they're in such great shape. And they do, they they have just a natural reverence for like the outdoors and sustainability, you know, measures that, um, you know, that's part of their lifestyle in their previous country that they bring here. They bring here to Akron. How the, the immigration is, is very robust here in Akron. What do you say to those people who are hesitant to, you know, how they feel a certain way, like I'd, immigration, mm. what do you say to those people? Yeah, I mean, I would say you have to, you know, put yourself in their shoes, you know, break bread with them, have a meal with them, and you'll find out what they had to do and sacrifice to come here. I mean, a lot of them, you know, they were their own tribe, um, they were the wrong religion. Um, so what happened, it's like genocide. You know, they had to flee their country. They lost everything. But a lot of them are, you know, very well educated, um, have, you know, kind of had wonderful careers going on, very comfortable in their country. And so... You know, we just have to realize that 
how would you do if you lost everything and had to start you know your life over again and half the people that you knew or whatever are gone you know yes from war and you know strife that kind of thing so so there's a lot of trauma you know that's involved with them coming here as well and what we're doing here in Akron <clears throat> so th- th- Let's remind everybody of the show. Tell everybody the date, the date, and all that stuff. Go ahead and tell everybody the date. Sure. You know, we've got Friday, November 3rd, and it's 5 to 10 p.m. And so every 30 minutes, you know, we have a different um, activity going on. And uh, right now we have a lot of acts lined up. And that's that's the problem that we have is we have so much talent. You know, we want to feature them, so we might have to have two going on at the same time. Luckily, what's so great about this venue? There's three floors. <laughs> so, it's summit art space. This is a summer art space, space right. on Friday night, November third, yep. and from five to nine. Mm-hmm. From five to nine, Akron, Northeast Ohio, gives these gives people, international people, opportunity to share. It has to be. It has to make them feel so welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you know, for example, I discovered, you know, I manage a group of um, African male teens called the Black Beans, and I discovered them when you know I was working in the Akron Public Schools, and they were like dancing between classes, and then I have also. Uh, um, after school and summer program called Yard Core, you know, where we bring youth together to do um, outdoor chores for people, businesses, you know, residents, businesses, churches, all kinds of things. And so we bring crews of youth, you know, into the yards and landscape and help mow and weed and mulch and all kinds of stuff. And so these guys were just um, dancing, you know, for fun. They actually, some of them had to dance to put a, another meal on the table when they were actually um, staying in the camps, you know, until they were relocated to another country. So they would, you know, have to learn how to dance so that they could you know supplement meals and they have so much joy in what they're doing um, when they're dancing and that's really conveyed so well in what you see it's it's what's called pop you know you've heard of k-pop well they do (laughs) a-pop which is the current kind of dance movements of of africa i mean this this company um has got international Recognition, <laughs> right? Right. Talk about that. Yeah. These guys, these guys, um, went to World of Dance, the World of Dance competition in Los Angeles, and they did not move on because of technical reasons. You know, they weren't perfectly together, and they, um, 
you know, the transitions they lacked. However, they won two special awards. The judges had to give them something because they were just so blown away. And what they gave them was crowd favorite. I mean, we knew no one in the audience and the crowd went crazy. I mean, they were cheering and cheering. They were just screaming and standing. Everybody was standing up clapping. And the judges had rarely seen that before. So they got that one. And then they got too hot for the dance floor because their moves were just so unique. Like the judges had never seen that before. So they said they had to give them a second award <laughs> for that um, for what they did. You know, they're going to be at these events in November 3rd, aren't they? They, they are. They are. Absolutely. So you have to, you got to check them out. Um, I saw a little bit of them that one day, but, you know, I think <laughs> that uh, we had to be very proud to have um, really, a, one, a strong international community. A community, international community that's willing to share their talent. And then we should come see it and support them. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, you know, what's also so interesting that I found out is, you know, working with the Beans, and also we have a group called the Hot Peppers. That's the Nepali teens. There's a lot of, oh, I don't know what the term is, like underground or um, these shows going on that aren't open to the public. And so I was lucky enough to actually bring these teens where did we go? We went to Buffalo. Um, we went to um, um, Dayton, um, a lot at Columbus, where these shows are going on, where the community, the immigrant community, puts them on only for themselves. And so this is also a way to like open it up to the general public. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So let's review one more. It's <clears throat> just um, one more time on November third at Summit Art Space, five to nine. They had this one of expo, this international mm -hmm. entertainment expo. Tom Crane, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, thank you. I love it. I'm. I'm Please go see it. Um, if you have any questions, you can see it on Facebook also. Yeah, and I'm sure you have a lot of VIPs, right, that are listening to your show. So we're also, I have to plug plug this, <laughs> we're also looking for sponsors. Okay. As oh, well. yeah, it's very important. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. That helps with um, paying the artist or the right. venue, whatever it is. And it, 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 sponsorships, even if it's a dollar to whatever amount, mm -hmm. brings community together. So if you you know, it does there's a cost to go to the show? Yeah, it's well it's ten dollars, you know, if you just want the yeah. admission and then you know, food is extra. That type of thing. Or and then, you know, if you want to buy any fashion or accessories, but then we have different levels. You can pay twenty five, you can pay fifty, and then you get a lot of goodies along with that. Right. You know. So this will be in my um if you're listening to this, it'll be in my podcast notes. All the the link and all that stuff to it. Um Tom Crane, thank you very much for being here. Yeah, for I really appreciate it. And this is Murph's Talk. Brian Murphy, your host.